Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your moderator, Diane Liebert, and I'd like to introduce Ed Hughes, a candidate for seat seven on the Madison Metropolitan School Board. Let's begin your opening statement as to your educational, vocational, and civic experiences that qualify you for the Madison Metropolitan School Board. Well, thank you, Diane. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I am completing my third three-year term on the Madison School Board, so I think that uh, my best qualification for the job is the job I've done over the last nine years fighting for our kids in our schools as a school board member. Um, I've been a member of a number of boards before I got elected to the school board in 2008, and uh, my kids are proud graduates of our Madison Public Schools. Uh, I'm an attorney with Stafford Rosenbaum here in Madison, and um, I think that I have the kinds of experience and skills that are commensurate with the responsibilities of the position. We have a plus of more than a $400 million budget. We are responsible for over 4,000 employees, and I think it, it's helpful for uh, those of us on the school board to have experience in budgeting and to have supervised employees before and know really how to run a business because the school district is a very large business and an important one for all of us. Thank you. Uh, what do you believe is the most important issue for the district as a whole and how do you believe the board should tackle the issue? Well, there's no question that our most important issue is our achievement gap, our disparities in opportunities that lead to disparities in outcomes. And, and it's um, unfortunately, our achievement gap is not something that's uh, a unique facet here in Dane County. As we know from the, from the uh, race equity report, we have um, troubling disparities across the, across the county. Uh, in the school district, I think that the best way for us to attack that is to have a great uh, teacher in every classroom and basically everything that we do uh, to make our uh, students more engaged in their learning, to, to provide a better, coherent, consistent curriculum, uh, benefits all our students and particularly benefits the students who are behind. So we need a strong four-year-old kindergarten program. We need a focus on attendance. We need attention to our social and emotional learning. We need to get um, make sure that we don't have students losing too much time out of school because of suspensions and expulsions. We need to make our, our middle school more engaging and our high school classes more engaging, which is a part of the Pathways program that, that's going on. And if we do all this, if we focus on uh, this kind of consistent approach to making every classroom more effective, then we will be able to narrow the gap. And, and we will not be able to be successful unless we benefit all students. So this isn't kind of a zero-sum game where, some, you know, where we're devoting resources to one group of students and slighting everyone else. We want really engaged, um, exciting learning environments in all our classrooms, which will benefit everyone and should, uh, should help us narrow those gaps. Thank you. Uh, can you identify one or two other issues you want to take personal responsibility to work on during the time you're on the board? Well, the one that I have taken responsibility for most recently has really been our budgeting issues. I have been uh, the chair of our operations work group for the last three years and have, and that's the group that's responsible for our budgeting and resources and how we, uh, how we make sure we have enough resources to our classrooms to be able to provide an opportunity for the kind of success we want to see. 
And so I spearheaded the effort uh, to pass our most recent referendum last November, which provides our schools with up to $26 million more in spending authority over the next four years. And I also worked with the city. We came up with a really innovative uh, agreement whereby the school district got access to more than $9 million has been tied up in um, big economic developments uh, downtown as part of Judge Doyle Square. And so with those, uh, those resources, we won't have to lay off teachers or staff or cut uh, popular programs in, in our next couple of budgets, no matter what the state does to us in, in the next state budget. So I'm, I'm proud of my work in that effort, and I expect that I would, uh, I'll continue in that, in that particular domain. Thank you. Uh, many people who run for school board are identified as part of a specific school constituency. Parents or teachers, for example, with many taxpayers funding the district, not directly involved with the district. How do you see yourself as balancing all of the interests involved? Well, I view my role on the school board as, as <clears throat> being an advocate for all our students. I don't see myself as representing any particular part of town or any particular subgroup of students. And I think that our challenge, and, and going back to the budgeting issues, is really to uh, make sure that we provide resources and budget, make budget decisions that benefit all our students and minimize the property tax burden that we unfortunately have to impose on, on our property tax owners. But we're I'm very aware that uh, property taxes take a big chunk out of, out of people in the city, and particularly those on fixed income. And so that's the kind of, you know, we, we really work hard to strike an appropriate balance between uh, giving our schools what they need and keeping the increases in the property tax at a manageable level for our students, our, for, our, for our taxpayers. Um, students too, I guess. What do you see as the best ways for the board to work with other government bodies and organizations interested in contributing to the welfare of students in the district? Well, we are dependent on effective partnerships with our, our community partners in order to provide the kind of educational experience we want for our students. And we are fortunate that we have a wonderfully supportive community here in Madison. Um, so most of the large entities are, are working with us in one, you know, one capacity or another. We've had great partnerships with the University of Wisconsin School of Education uh, in terms of providing help in training uh, our new teachers and providing uh, mentoring opportunities and guidance for new principals and for helping us to develop a kind of a grow your own program where we can um, help diversify our workforce by identifying promising students who then become teachers at, at the UW and come back and teach for us. Uh, most of the significant nonprofits uh, in town we have good partnerships with, Boys and Girls Club, the Urban League, um, throughout the city. And, um, and we work well with the city. Uh, the city's a, a, an important par uh, partner for us. Uh, both in terms of working in uh, figuring out what's best for after-school opportunities for, for our students. Uh, and the, the county as well. We've had some good uh, partnerships with, with the county. They're helping us uh, provide driver's education for high school students in the summer who don't have you know, access to the kind of resources that they cost now. So um, educating all our students is a citywide responsibility, and we are happy to be able to call on the assistance of many uh, strong partners throughout the city that help us help us do the important work of helping our students grow. Yeah, thank you. What do you believe are 
one or two personal qualities that you have that distinguishes you from the other candidates? Well, as I mentioned before, uh, I have the experience in, uh, well, working in the legal area, so I'm, I'm uh, quite familiar with analyzing contested data and coming to conclusions, being able to ask uh, the right questions to develop the kind of information that we need to make the decisions we're called on to make. Um, I think that I have uh, a, a lot of understanding of our budget process. I can explain to you how the state funding system works, how the state determines how much equalization aid comes to each uh, school district. And that's a pretty complicated uh, undertaking that isn't, isn't generally known. Um, I know a lot about the revenue limits the state imposes and have written about that. And that helped us. I, my work in that area, again, helped us with the referendum. Uh, and um, I'm certainly um, very familiar with and interested in looking at the particular provisions or the initiatives that are coming from the state and are unlikely, I'm sorry, are likely to come from the federal level now that really attack public schools. And um, I think that I'm able effectively to respond to that, not by simply repeating platitudes about uh, things are bad, but really dig in and say, here are the implications of these particular proposals <clears throat> and why they're bad for our schools, because our schools are a public good for all of us. They're not an individual consumption choice for, for uh, parents. Um, at least we all benefit if we, if we view schools as a public good rather than that sort of individual consumption choice, which really um, lays the groundwork for undermining, I think, our, public, our whole public education system. Okay. Uh, now, what would you like to say to the viewing audience that we haven't, as we complete the interview, that we haven't brought up? Well, uh, it's been my privilege to serve on the Madison School Board for the last nine years. And with uh, the voters' support, I look forward to continuing to fight for our kids and our schools for another three years. Uh, we've, got, uh, we've got our work cut out for us because public schools are under attack, both at the state and federal level. And I think, uh, I think our best response to that is the quality of the education that we provide. We want in Madison, we want to serve as the model of a thriving urban school district with great teachers driving sustained academic achievement for all our students and um, particularly accelerated progress that helped, helped to narrow our very troubling achievement gaps. And I think we're on the right track. I think since uh, Superintendent Jen Cheatham arrived in 2013, uh, we have had a clear strategy and steady focus on our school improvement efforts. We're starting to see some encouraging signs. Uh, for the first time in memory, our third grade reading scores, which are probably the key metric for our school district, have, have uh, gone up in a measurable way. Over the last two years, our proficiency level for all our third grade students has gone up by 3%, and for African-American students, has gone up 10%. So that's an encouraging sign. There are other encouraging signs. And so I'm grateful with the, for the progress we're making, but I'm not, I'm not satisfied because there's a lot more to do. So I'm hoping that um, with, uh, with my experience, I will be able to continue to serve on the board. And if I can, I think it will help us to achieve our, um, our uh, our goals for all our students and help ensure strong schools for a strong Madison. Well, thank you very much. Thank we you. We are now out of time. And I want to thank Ed for speaking with us and the viewing audience 
for taking the time to know to uh, watch Know Your Candidates. Please vote in the spring primary on Tuesday, February 21st. On behalf of Madison City Twi uh, Channel and the League of Women Voters of Day County, I thank you all for joining us. Yeah.